hand off his box, a box of chocolates. Would I know to stay away? What's said, hand off his box, a box of chocolates. Would I eat them anyway? Cause every time I have half a mind to leave you, babe, that means I have half a mind to stay. It's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Good evening. This is Mike. Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food. But sometimes Pandora, Pandora's Lunchbox eats too much Thanksgiving turkey and too many glasses of wine, wanders out of the kitchen, gets lost, and meets really cool people. My guests today are the Detroit, several of the Detroit Derby Girls. Would you like to introduce yourselves? Sure. Hi, Mike. Uh, my name is Holly Hitzville, and I'm here with two other Derby Girls. Uh, hi, I'm Riot Nerd. And I'm Tess Tackles of the Devil's Night Deans. Okay. And the Detroit Derby Girls, first of all, let's let's get started. A friend of mine asked me, so what is what does that mean, Detroit Derby Girls? So uh, and some people know, some people don't. So let's start from the beginning. Um, well, the Detroit Derby Girls uh, play roller derby, which is a full contact sport played on old school quad roller skates. There are no roller blades in roller derby. Very cool. And you're going to be having a bout this weekend, right, on uh, on Saturday in Detroit. That's right. Uh, it is uh, Saturday in Detroit. The doors are at 6, bout is at 7. And it's uh, our first home season bout between the uh, Pistol Whippers and the Defunct All-Stars. So is that two local teams? Yes, they're both based out of Detroit, and they'll play each other. Okay, and that's at the Masonic Temple Theater all sort of the same complex is that well we don't play in the theater we play in a drill hall on floor uh third floor mezzanine wow okay in detroit and you know speaking of naivete i i thought to myself detroit derby girls i'll bet that's a really cool team and i wonder how many how many people they have on their team and i and i looked up and went, oh there's plenty of teams actually yeah, we have um, about 80 skaters altogether. There are four teams based out of Detroit that all play each other. Um, we also have an all-star travel team um, made up of skaters from those four home teams. And then we have a B travel team that travels more regionally. That's cool. And so we have the defunct all-stars. And Holly? Holly Hitzville, you're on the <laughs> defunct all-stars? I yes. am a defunct all-star, yes. My oh. favorite team. Excellent. And are there other people from other uh, teams in Detroit? Uh, both Riot and I are on the Devil's Night Dames. Devil's Night Dames. Sir. Excellent. Also, the Detroit Pissed Offs. Yes. Which we can say because it sounds like Pistons, and I certainly didn't say anything questionable. And the, the Pistol Whippers, who are also playing the D, the Detroit, uh, or the Defunk All-Stars. Yeah. Right. That was actually, it's going to be a rematch of the last season. Uh, those were the two teams in the championship, and the game was won at the last minute by four points, which is... Um, not very much in roller derby. So uh, it should be a really exciting game. Cool. So I know the very, it starts out with skating in a circle, but that's just the very beginning. That's the very first motion. Where does it go from there? Well, you can think of it as a race between one player from each team called the jammer, and that person can score points. Um, and they score points by passing opponents. So in front of them on the track is a pack made up of four blockers from each team. And... Um, 
after the first pass for every block opposing blocker the jammer passes they get one point and the blocker's job is to prevent the opposing jammer from from getting past them by um you know you can do hip checks shoulder checks you can just get in her way um and you also try to help your own jammer through the pack so you can um knock opposing blockers out of the way you can you know stick out your arm and like whip her forward um so it's really interesting because you're playing offense and defense simultaneously, which is pretty unique for sports. And one thing people don't realize, too, is um, there are um, hitting and not hitting zones, so you do get penalties. And um, sports are often compared to basketball. Um, they usually reach about 100, sometimes a little over, sometimes a little less. And um, if an opposing player is in the penalty box, um, the jammer will get a point for them. So that's how teams can rack up a lot of points and um, really pull ahead. So Okay. And what are some of the things that happen that are unexpected when you're uh, doing offense and defense and doing all these things? Yeah, a lot. There's a lot that's going on. Um, and sometimes you just uh, miss things. If you're looking, um, one of my favorites is um, if you look too long the wrong direction, someone will notice that and hit you. Ouch. And it's, when you get hit when you're not looking, it's quite um, startling. And those are usually the big hits where you go flying into the audience. Um, but uh, pretty much in derby, anything can happen at any time. Um, some of my favorites are... Um, as jammers go through, their own teammates will try and give them a little shove. But you have to be careful because we've also seen teammates push their jammer just straight down into the floor. And then your Ouch. jammer is not happy with you. <laughs> Another thing that jammers do, too, if they're, they want to pull ahead and, you know, you're right in front of them, is they'll grab you and try to whip off of you and sometimes knock you to the ground. So, you know, we, we wear belts, so they have that... Um, so that we're ready to help them in that way. If we're not looking, they can just grab us, push us down, get ahead, yeah. take our momentum, and go. There's a lot of um, plays that I like to call the sacrificial lamb because <laughs> the jammer, the jammer, and I hate to say this because I'm a blocker, but the jammer is kind of the most important person out there because they're the only one that can get points. So there are lots of times where your jammer's coming up behind you, and if she sees an opponent, she'll grab you and push you into that opponent so you might totally wipe out but if your jammer's clear you know that play worked for her so you have to be ready for anything to happen out there and you have to trust each other yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> do you trust each other uh i yes I no do. i don't trust this girl <laughs> i do when we play together how about that okay when, when we that don't works. i don't trust <laughs> keep an eye out for your friends and your yeah. enemies in roller derby yes sure keep that. your uh, what is it keep your Friends, what's keep your enemies near you and your friends? What's that? You, you keep your friends close, but your enemies even closer. That's it. That sounds like X Files. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit of X Files, a little bit of uh, contact sport. It's one of everything, really. Yeah, it's a great, um, it's a great sport, and a lot going on. And it actually takes um, every like every time I play, I learn something new, and I think our fans um, do too. It's just, and it's constantly changing and, and evolving since it's. Um, the way it's played now is relatively young for the last uh, five years. Oh. Well, you know what I'm going to do? Uh, we're going to talk about that in just a second. But first, I think we're going to serve our first uh, appetizer for the Thanksgiving mm. meal. Can't wait. Uh, this actually, this goes out to Holly Hitsville. <laughs> this is the Supremes. This is oh, a rare example of, yeah, a rare example of Diana Ross not singing for the Supremes. Actually, Florence Ballard. And this is... Uh, with the Reverend Andrew, the Reverend of the Rink, uh, on the engineering board, 
please uh, give us the wonderful buttered popcorn by the Supremes. Thank you. My baby like And that's the Supremes and buttered popcorn. That's our first first item uh, on the plate here for Thanksgiving. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. As I explained earlier, it's a show about food, except that I was in the kitchen, got lost, and met some really cool people from the Detroit Derby Girls who play a contact sport that is quite cool, quite awesome. And there will be a bout this weekend, the Pistol Whippers versus the defunct All-Stars at the Masonic Temple at 500 Temple Avenue in Detroit. Doors open at 6 o'clock. So I'm here with the Derby Girls and Holly Hitsville. You are talking about how the sport is changing over the last few years. Sure. Um, yeah, it's completely changing. Um, it, actually, every year they write a new, a new um, rule set because they reevaluate things and look at things differently. So um, every year we kind of have to, to readjust our playing styles um, due to the new uh, set of rules. And when you say they, you mean um, the WUFDA, Women's Flat Track Derby, Derby Association. <laughs> oh, okay. That's our governing body. They'd be like the NBA. Oh, okay. Of basketball, but this is roller derby. Right. And where are they based out of this uh, association? Do you know? I believe it's Minnesota. Somewhere. Somewhere yeah. around Ohio. Yes. Let's, let's go with but that. But they're over um, 
I think there are 75 or 80 leagues that are actually part of WUFTA. And to be a part of WUFTA, um, there are certain rules and standards that you have to meet. Um, you have to be uh, mostly owned by uh, women, obviously. Uh, team, I think it might be 75%. I'm not exactly sure. That though. sounds right. Yeah. So actually, that's another one. As I was mentioning earlier, I said, oh, the Detroit Tuber Girls, what a great team. And then I realized, well, there's more than one team in Detroit. So lots and lots of teams around the country. Yeah, so we're technically a league, a league that consists of six different teams uh, as of right now. Um, but yeah, so there are um, pretty much, I thought someone told me the statistic that there are about, um, you know, like three derby t teams, at least in every state, if you did the um, average, which obviously some states have more. But um, usually if you have a decent sized city, you have a roller derby team there. Yeah, they've really been within the past... I would say even, like, two years, they've just been popping up all over the place. I mean, in Michigan alone, we have Kalamazoo, Grand Rapids, um, Mid-Michigan, and Flint. And so. Muskegon. And Muskegon. All yeah, right. It's, it's now, if only we could get one in Ann Arbor. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, we are. <laughs> Detroit's not far away. And um, you keep mentioning this weekend's game, which will be very exciting. But we do have about about a month. So um, if you look on our website, you'll, you can catch another team. And the website is? DetroitDerbyGirls.com. Great. And I'm thinking if there was one in Arbor, maybe it could be called the Pulverines. <laughs> <laughs> Just a thought, I, I don't know. Sure. Maybe, yeah. you know. <laughs> now, um, I was looking up some of the names of the, the Roller Girls. Now, uh, Holly Hitsville, you had a website that you gave me, and I forgot to write down the name of it, but uh, where you could look up. a red. You can register your Detroit Derby Girls name to check to see if it's been used. Right. Or whether it, it's... And, and I found 17,979 17, different names. Right, and that's actually probably backlogged. Um, so there's probably a year's worth of names that have not been entered. And since the explosion of the sport lately, and especially due to the movie Whip It, which stars oh, yeah. a bunch of uh, Detroit Derby girls, um, I would assume that, that um, there are going to be a lot more names. Yeah, and those are of retired skaters, um, past, present skaters, so... Yeah. Once they claim that name, it's out for you. That's yeah. So many. And actually, um, one of the harder, I mean, it's a grueling sport. It's physically, you know, really demanding. But um, coming up with a name and a good name <laughs> and a name that you're going to be happy with um, is really hard because, you know, I like to think I'm creative. And, like, I'd come up with a name, check the list, and I'd be like, oh, someone grabbed that already. And it was really difficult to come up with a, with a good name. So how, how did you come up with your names? Uh, well... Mine is, I've been using it as like a, a internet screen name for several years. It's a play What on, is it again? Uh, it's Riot Nerd, and it's N-R-R-R-D. Excellent. <laughs> so it's a play on Riot Girl, the, uh, the you know, the punk movement from the early 90s. Um, but it's actually, I got that from a Douglas Copeland book. Oh, okay. And Holly Hitsville? Um, I wanted a name, um, I wanted a Detroit, a solid Detroit name. And I do like the double H's. Um, a lot of players have, you know, um, double um consonants like the one over there um but um yeah so i'm actually named after hitsville usa and motown records in detroit oh yeah and i'm tess tackled um i kind of went the little uh, funny jokey route um <laughs> my number would be the infinity symbol and um you know it's funny because it's uh it's a little tough and when you say it you're like what <laughs> <laughs> tess actually had a different name first but the announcers went uh yeah say it. um oh. i was tess tickles um <laughs> and i got that by uh googling joe mama names alliterations whatever they're called and um yeah the announcers had to sit me down and have a talk and say 
Tess, um, it's a family show, and you don't want to say that. <laughs> and I said, no problem. So uh, my, mom, my mom actually thought of Tackles, so it's, it's worked to my advantage. That works really well. Right. Yeah. So it's not only uh, names, but also numbers that uh, are hard to come up with. Oh. Um, my number is 45 RPMs, because that's what yes. the old records uh, <laughs> spun at, and Riot's is a really good number, too. Uh, my number is 1337, which is like internet slang for elite. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And mine, like I said, is infinity. And, uh. That's a big number. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Biggest one there. Yeah. And now I, ha- I couldn't help but accidentally find some roller girl names that had to do with food, being that this is a food show. Accidentally. We are required. <laughs> yeah, it just it strangely <laughs> happened, and I'm required to make a minimum number of food references by FCC regulations. So I will <laughs> mention the following names. Uh, we have Bangers and Smash <laughs> from the Perth Roller Derby in Australia. Yeah. Those who don't know, bangers and mash is an English or Irish dish made with mashed potatoes and sausages. Well, we're going to be bringing up mashed potatoes in a moment here. But uh, also, Killsbury Doughboy. Love it. From the Twin City Terrors. Killer Tomato, <laughs> which is a cinematic <laughs> reference as well. And they're from the arch rival Roller Girls. Detroit actually played them. Oh, yeah? Yeah, from cool. St. Louis. Yes, that's hence the arch mm-hmm. rival. <laughs> I said, yeah. And Hillary Haggis. <laughs> from the Bremen Roller Girls. I'm not sure if that's Bremen, Germany. I don't know. But uh, there you it's go. It's an international sport. It could be. Yeah. And Strawberry Short Fuse <laughs> from <laughs> the Gem City Roller Girls. Hey, we played them yeah, twice Gem last City. summer. All right. And I should mention that the list is maintained, the official roster is maintained by Soylent Mean, <laughs> which is also a food <laughs> reference, but one that is not nearly as, uh, you know. But... Um, also have Rathematician. That's not a food reference, but I think that gives you an idea of that uh, all kinds of cool people play roller derby. Totally. We have a lot of uh, the librarians are, seem to be really <laughs> into roller <laughs> derby. We have a lot of librarians. Oh, wait. Sugar Plum Scary. That's another one. Ooh, I that's love a it. holiday theme. I, I, there are 40 of them that started with the word sugar, including Sugar Plum Scary. 18 that start with strawberry. So, mm. so if you're looking for food references... It's there, uh, such as is in life. Mm-hmm. Now, speaking of mashed potatoes, uh, if the Reverend Andrew would help us, we have an- our next serving on the Thanksgiving plate from D.D. Sharp, uh, Maestro, whenever you're ready.
Thank you, D.D. Sharp. I'm sure that could actually be turned into a roller derby name very quickly, like D.D. Sharp Elbow or something <laughs> like that. D.D. <laughs> Sharp doing mashed potato, mashed potato time. And this is Pandora's Lunchbox. It's our Thanksgiving roller derby edition of the show. We've got Detroit Derby Girls here talking about, about their bout, which is going to be the Pistol Whippers versus the Defunk All-Stars at the Masonic Temple in Detroit. Doors open at 6 o'clock this Saturday. So I'm going to go a little bit into the history of how this started. Now, we could spend about 48 hours on that, but maybe just a, a little touch on the history there. Um, now, this is according to folklore here. Mm-hmm. In 1935, Leo A. Bromo Seltzer read an article in Literary Digest magazine that said 93% of Americans roller skated at least once in their lives. While discussing the article with regular patrons at Ricketts, a restaurant in Chicago's near north side, Seltzer was challenged to invent a sport incorporating roller skating. Jotting his ideas onto a tablecloth, he decided to combine then-popular six-day bicycle races and roller skating. (laughs) Some sources give co-credit for the idea to Leo's brother, Oscar. Well, we all know Oscar. In August of that year, Seltzer organized his own transcontinental roller derby, an event more than a month long. Staged at a Chicago Coliseum, it was a simulation of a cross-country roller skating race in which 25 two-person male-female teams circled a wooden oval-banked track thousands of times, skating 11 and a half hours a day to cover 3,000 miles, the distance between Los Angeles and New York City. Team standings were indicated by multicolored lights tracking their imaginary progress on a large map of the United States. (laughs) Teams were disqualified if both members were off track during the skating times. Over a month? That's scary. 16 teams dropped out due to injuries or exhaustion, (laughs) but nine teams finished, and the winning team, Clarice Martin and Bernie McKay, held the lead for the last 11 days of the event. Wow. That's exactly what we do. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, So this this bout will be starting this Saturday at 6, and we'll we'll end on December 28th, (laughs) after the 3,000 miles. (laughs) And uh, one other thought, actually... uh, so there's Chicago, another Midwestern connection, in fact, more directly. This from the Skating News of April 1957. My favorite magazine, actually. Yes. And this is my favorite issue, as a matter of fact. <laughs> but back in the fabled years of the Great Depression, the sport of roller skating was totally under the control and supervision of ice skating organizations, who in turn were dominated by the powerful track and field organizations. As it was, the ice skating people were far too interested in their own affairs and looked upon roller skating as kid stuff and a honky-tonk game. Oh, ouch. Which I can, I I understand, I have difficulty picturing uh, ice skating and a honky-tonk, so I I see (laughs) their point. So maybe it was roller skating needed help and guidance to progress, and none was forthcoming. But the idea was conceived in Detroit in 1936 that somehow under the existing ice skating rules and by sanction of the ice skating organization, a national amateur roller speed skating meet might be held the following year. With the complete cooperation and under the direction of Fred Martin, who we all know, well, I don't know, uh, the first national amateur roller speed championships were announced to be held at the Arena Gardens in Detroit, April 2nd, 3rd, and 4th, 1937, on a big 12-lap track. Wow. So it all started here. I had no idea. Me neither. But uh, now the Detroit Derby girls... There are many teams. We have the Defunk All-Stars, the Devil's Night Dames, the Detroit Pistoffs, the Pistol Whippers, and the touring team. Is that one of them, or is there another touring team? I'm sorry, I lost So there's it. a travel team, okay. and then there's also a, a B travel team that's uh, called the Motor City Disassembly Line. Oh, that's excellent. Yeah. 
great name. Fun to come up with names for the teams, too. Mm-hmm. Just to mention, in five minutes, we're going to have our wolf help us to face the music. But in the meantime, we're talking to the Detroit Derby Girls. Now, are there some things I haven't brought up? I'm sure there must be some things that I haven't brought up. Well, from that article, I thought it was interesting that both um, ice skating and speed skating were mentioned. And on our league, we have an assortment of former um, artistic ice skaters and speed skaters. So um, I think those are definitely some of our tough players because they have the... Agility and speed yeah. and grace. And we also have um, one of my um, favorite skaters, uh, Polly Fester, 100% is her number. Um, she was a hockey player in college. Oh, wow. And actually the, the league uh, or the um, team that just won nationals, um, they're called Oily o- Rollers. Yep. Uh, from Washington. Um, Oily Rollers? Oli. Oli. Yeah, for Olympia. Okay. Yeah, not Oli. I made the mistake of calling them that once. Uh Um, Yeah, and then they broke my arm. Um, (laughs) But they're full of speed skaters and hockey players as well, and they were amazing at nationals. Just kind of uh, blew everybody out of the water. Cool. And also, just a quick mention, how did you all get into uh, roller derbying? Or is that a long story that could... uh uh, well, a guy took me on a date to about, uh, okay. like, um, a year and a half ago and I just fell in love with the sport, but not with the guy. <laughs> so, <laughs> then I tried out the next month. And Excellent. Um, well, I was, uh, roller skating at, um, Riverside Arena and one of the coaches was there and he said, you know, we have tryouts, um, in a couple of weeks, you should really try out. And I said, do you really think I have what it takes? <laughs> and he said, yeah. So, um, having never been an athlete or even a skater, um, I tried out and I've just been training ever since to keep up with everybody else. So, yeah, I, um, had some friends that that did it and a lot of my friends had also gone to the bouts in detroit and um i kind of made the decision to try out um i think i saw my first bout the day before or two days before i i tried out wow yeah (laughs) cool now if so if anybody wants to get involved in the detroit derby girls they can email hr at detroit derby com. so hr at detroit derby com, and the website is detroit derby com. And there's going to be uh, about, as I've been mentioning this weekend, Saturday, November 28th, the Pistol Whippers versus the Defunk All-Stars at the Masonic Temple. That is at 500 Temple Avenue, and that is going to be this Saturday at 6 p.m. And tickets are available, it looks like, at... uh, You can get them at Ticketmaster.com or the Fox Theater box office, and they do sell out, so you might want to get your tickets early. Excellent. Well, this has been Pandora's Lunchbox for a while. Thank you so much for Holly Hitsville, Riot Nerd, and Test Tackler for being here. Uh, from Test Tackles. Test Tackle. <laughs> oh, my God. My notes are terrible. Test Tackles. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> Test Tackles from the Detroit Derby Girls. Thank you so much. And we're going to serve the main course now real quick. Uh, do we have the main course? That is the... Uh, the Little Eva song. That'll be our main course now. This is WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Thank you so much. Thank you, Thanks Mike. Thanks. Us. This has been very fun. Yummy. Great. <laughs> I'm, I'm full. Okay. <laughs> oh, sorry, we got more food coming. You're going to have to get to. Okay. Come on, let's turkey try.
Gobble, 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 gobble. Okay. Um, it's 7 o'clock, and this is WCBN FM Ann Arbor, like Mike said. Uh, the gentleman who's been actually rolling the pre-recorded show for us is, uh, please identify yourself, sir. Uh, this is Reverend Andrew. Ah, uh, yes. Yes, and when I came in here, you were demonstrating actually how to, uh, how to play a copy of... Uh, Backwards Vinyl. Yes. You can't do this with a CD. Well, you can do it with a CD, but it's not the same. It doesn't have the same tactile sensation. But you put a, a roll of tape on your turntable and put the record on top of that. And you put the tone arm underneath it with the needle reversed to face up. And it takes a little bit of fiddling because there's no pin to center it, but you can make it work. So tomorrow, about 24 hours from now, we're going to try one copy of the Alice's Restaurant Massacre played forward and one played backwards at the same time. The question is what happens when they meet in the middle. I'm assured by my colleagues at CERN that there's almost no chance that it will create a huge black hole that will swallow the record library, the student activities building, the campus, and the entire country and world. It, I'm pretty sure it won't happen. We're going to find out tomorrow. That's it. That's at 7 o'clock tomorrow evening. Right? That's it. Beautiful. Thank you, Reverend Andrew, for, uh, for spinning the uh, Pandora's Lunchbox show for us tonight and for promising to conduct this, uh, this delightful experiment. I, I'm... Uh, I was very intrigued when I came in here, and I'm just getting more intrigued by the moment. Uh, in order to uh, celebrate the human condition, we once again present Face the Music. We'll start with some Monteverdi. We'll go to uh, some illegal jazz from the Soviet Union. It was illegal when it was recorded in Moscow in 1978. So a little uh, toccata from Claudio Monteverdi leading directly into something called Swan Cake. And then, and then the Roland Kirk is coming too. Roland I'm Kirk. I'm particularly looking forward to that. And some, and the Sun Ra Quartet, and also the uh, the Don Cherry, uh, Colin Walcott, Nanavas Concelos Ensemble called Codona. So, uh, lots of imaginative music for you now. And face the music. Thanks again, Andrew. Thank you. Face the music. This is how. <laughs> 